Welcome to AmiCast, podcast about Amiga computers. I'm your host, Krzysztof Radzikowski, but call me Christoph or Radzik. Welcome, uh, and now we have the next episode of AmiCast, um, number uh, 15. Uh, And uh, this episode is about the web browser. So uh, my guest is the author of the NetSurf for uh, uh, Amiga NG and Amiga OS uh, and for, for the classic as well. Uh, so, hi, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, okay, so we started uh, right now. So. Let's uh, talk about something uh, easy. So, your about the Amiga, how you started with this, and um, yeah, and then why you go to NG stuff, and so your background. Okay. Well, aside from uh, was the Amiga, probably about 1992, I think it probably was. Uh, my dad bought an A600 uh, after he'd been look, looking at Amigas for quite a long time and eventually he, um, he bought one. I think it was about, about a month before the price dropped by £100. Uh, we, don't, we don't like to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously I kind of used it quite a bit. I think he probably got fed up with me using it. and. Um, Bruce had a had a Spectrum Plus three, which became became mine, and um, he kind of encouraged me to to sell that and and buy a five uh, So I got my own one. He, he got his a six hundred back. Um, I always preferred the a six hundred, but uh, it wasn't wasn't technically wasn't technically mine. Um, so I. Yeah, obviously used that for a lot of games and a little bit of development, mostly in Amos. And I think some of my Amos stuff is floating around online somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and in 1997, well, around about 1997, so quite late after Commodore had gone under, uh, I managed to find a cheap X Display A1200 at the back of the local electronics shop. Well, it was in their stock room. Um, and I was using that kind of constantly until probably 2005 or so. So desperately clinging on to it, uh, hoping it was hoping it would keep running. Wow! Uh, until the next generation came out. Yeah, uh, and it still works. Although the hard drives were replaced about three times. So. Um... So you, your next generation story is um, uh, completely completely connected with the Amiga OS 4 or you, you have tried uh, MorphOS, uh, Aeros and some stuff like this? Um, I have briefly tried out, well I tried out MorphOS at an Amiga show, it's the World of Amiga Southeast, uh, that must have been about 98, 99, something like that. Um, I tried it out there, got a t-shirt, so I tried it, <laughs> didn't really get on with it. Um, and more recently, every now and then I have a 
have a go at Aeros. Um, don't really get on with that uh, much either. I think I did pull something little over to it. Um, I can't remember now. Yeah, I'm sure, sure I've pulled, pulled something little over to it, but the problem I have mainly with Aeros is because it's been built for so many different process architectures, mm. if you're writing software for it, you have to compile it quite a few times uh, for every every architecture, or at least you did at the time. I don't know whether that's, that's changed and it runs uh, 68K code natively on all platforms now. I, I've, I've got no idea. I haven't really been um, keeping up with it too much. Yeah, so my focus has been OS4 from when it was going to be an A1200, um, sorry, uh, sorry, the Amiga one when that was going to be an A1200 expansion with mm -hmm. OS 4 on it. And then obviously that evolved. You probably know the story better than I do about what happened there. Um, yeah. But here in the UK, in, in Peterborough, uh, we had a big bash event. Uh, mm -hmm. Around about 2000, 2004, I think it was, it was before OS 4 had been fully released. Um, okay. And I went up to that and, and tried tried it out, one of the, the early versions. Uh, and it's basically um, OS 3, uh, 3.9, but better, faster. It's just so snappy and it's exactly what I was used to. So I kind of fell a bit in love with that and brought a. Uh, one of the very expensive first um, iTech Amiga ones. In fact, it wasn't one of the very first ones. It was after iTech stopped selling them directly, um, but it was fairly early on. There's a G4. Um, I only actually sold that this year. It was just lying around in the box the last few years, uh, not being used. Because um, I now have a Sam 440, which actually I only own because there was a pot of web browser money for a bounty uh, i think it was for possibly for porting firefox initially yeah the, the uh, time uh, timberwolf or whatever. uh could it be yeah uh, but it ended up the project ended up being abandoned whatever one i think it must have been prior to timberwolf the project was abandoned uh, and the money ended up being split out between me uh jorg stromer uh, who did the original OWB port, um, and I have a feeling it went to someone else as well. I think there are three people, but uh, my my part of cash, I said, don't send me the money. Um, buy me a Sam 440 and send me that instead, because otherwise it will just uh, just fest up mm. somewhere, and uh, we won't get used on the meager stuff. So nice send me a computer. And uh, yeah, that's that's working really well. It's a lot more stable than my old Amiga one ever was. Notoriously unreliable. My one was actually pretty good. Um, I didn't have massive problems with it. Uh, but every now and then it would just crash for no reason or there was various kind of small problems with the USB. So I didn't have any of the fixes on it. Um, so the USB was didn't work very well. Um, but yeah, Sam 440 is noticeably slower, but it's very, very reliable. It's one of the EPs, so I can't put, well, I don't think I can put one of the decent graphics cards in, so yeah, it's just got the onboard, so it seems mm. to work okay. And um, how it's really slow, because uh, everybody says that Sam uh, is not so, um, especially this first version, 
not the next one is really slow and this is uh, uh, it's hard to use it uh, every day or it's uh, acceptable I don't notice any speed problems uh, I think maybe when I first got it it was slower but there have been some firmware updates and there's a CPU um, like code update or something uh, that I've put on it as well and there's a little tweaking utility which still seems to do something um, and with all that with all the OS4 updates it's, it progressively has got faster uh, it's definitely slower than the my old um, Amiga 1 G4 was mm. but it's not so slow that you can't use it it will definitely be faster than the one of the old PPC ports of course um, and yeah that's uh, runs around it which is <laughs> Part of the reason why I use use NetServer rather than Odyssey. Okay. Because uh, Odyssey is a bit a bit of a slouch on there. Yeah, I I think for I have the uh, Pegasus here G4, so I see that NetServe is faster than Odyssey, uh, but. Uh, but to, to this we, we will uh, come and between maybe I will ask you um, do you have the plans about uh, for example X5000 or, or the X5000 or, or something like this or, or, or maybe uh, the, the new chip board from Aeon uh, Tabor or whatever it's called uh, what do you think about this uh, coming hardware uh, the Tabor I know nothing about. I'm not sure anyone does really. Um, I've not I've not even read a lot about it, other than it exists or it will exist. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't really form an opinion on that yet. Um, the X5000 I think is probably a little bit expensive. I understand why it is, but um, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to spend that that sort of money on a on a new Amiga when the extra speed doesn't really benefit me that much, uh, given what I'm using it for. Yeah, so I've got is... no particular plans to upgrade. Okay, um, so... Something, something cheaper and faster. Turns yeah, out, so... Then, then maybe I will. Mm. What I really want is a little Raspberry Pi type device which runs OS4. That would be fantastic and something that that price range, I think that's uh, never going to happen. Uh, but you are a developer, so you are more experienced than uh, I am, of course, because I'm only user. Um, do you think um, it is still enough uh, uh, power in PowerPC, um, for example, the, the, the SAM? Uh, to optimize the, the software to use it uh, more every day or, or to because now the, the world is um, running on the in quite fast Intels and the power PC is um, I don't know if the X5000 is maybe the last uh, uh, power PC home computer no? um, I think I, I like the power PC um, but as you say, it's kind of it's getting phased out. Um, so Microsoft and Sony don't use PowerPC now for their consoles, as they did in the last gen. Um, and 
it's I think uh, IBM for their uh, big power boxes uh, which used to use PowerPC and I think mm-hmm. they still do PowerPC I've read that they were migrating over to uh, LittleEngine to make porting software easier um, and keeping up to date and I think ultimately that will probably go Intel um, I'm not sure whether going Intel is a very good idea uh, when Apple managed it they had to go a bit overkill on the on the Intel processors to uh, match what they had before with PowerPC so, but they mm-hmm. are they are cheap they are fast so it's kind of gauging whether it's worth it is a lot of it's a lot yep. of effort on the OS side and also you're throwing away most of your software unless you can get a decent speed PowerPC emulator uh, running on it like we have at the moment with this 68k emulator uh, Petunia I think it's possibly better to go ARM than it is to go into mm-hmm. that's, that's probably a better fit and that will work also in big engine mode which should make uh, porting the OS over to it a bit easier but with PowerPC I think the um, most connected uh, question is this big Indian issues because uh, uh, like in Odyssey or WebKit yeah, the, the work is to, uh, stop it or drop it uh, because it's almost not possible to uh, fix the WebKit because Web, WebKit developers uh, uh, don't care about PowerPC anymore I, I ask them so <laughs> if you want to bring the new webkit on uh, powerpc like uh, one guy uh, doing it for the um, old max uh, so you must fix you you cannot uh, uh, yeah follow the latest updates or something like this uh, and what do you think about this about this big indian issues because um, maybe for netsurf it will be problem in future as well yeah because y- you are more or less porting this from the official, I don't know, rep- repositories or something, yeah? Yes. Uh, um, okay, so a bit back on the, the Odyssey problem is uh, something, uh, I don't think anyone knows exactly what the problem is, otherwise it would have been fixed, uh, but it's something relating to JavaScript, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't work in beginning mode anymore. And as you say, the developers don't care because they don't use anything which is running big engine uh, so they don't notice um netsurf the javascript engine that we're using at the moment is we were using spider monkey but it is absolutely appalling uh, it's, it's virtually impossible to pour it's so tied in with uh, firefox uh, that you can't really decouple new versions very easily and you can't port them Mm-hmm. Uh, without porting a lot of other stuff as well. Uh, so that got ditched. We were stuck at, I think, version 1.7 I got running. Uh, 1.8, I had no hope in doing in, uh, I think the Riscos and the IQ versions had the same problem. Because anything past 1.7 just would not work. Uh, so, yeah, so we've moved over to using Duct Tape, which is a new JavaScript engine. Mm-hmm. And you look at the website, it's ducttape.org, 
Uh, there's a massive list of supported platforms, and it includes um, our PC, and it includes uh, 68K as well. Okay. So I think it's, it's probably unlikely that there will be any engine problems. I think the developer there is a very responsive guy, and I think he wants to make it as portable as possible. So I think it's, it's unlikely we we get any um, engine problems of that sort with it. Mm, sounds good. At, yeah, at, at last, yeah. because the, 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 I think the, um, uh, most of the guys use the Odyssey, to be honest, uh, because the, now we can maybe clear it, because I'm using mostly Odyssey as well, because uh, some pages are working better with Odyssey. Uh, the, the problem probably is with, with this JavaScript or or Java, how it's called. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. So how uh, it will be? This means what you said. It will be better for us in the future. Uh, the, the JavaScript will definitely improve in that stuff. So, um, at the moment, it's very basic bindings on it. Uh, I'm not sure the events are even working properly yet. So if you try and click on a button that's got a JavaScript code um, attached to it, uh, I don't know that even is working yet. Um, but obviously all that needs to be needs to be worked on. The thing that's kind of stalled JavaScript a little bit is that a lot of JavaScript actually modifies the pages. Mm -hmm. so when you run it, it will modify the page. If you look at Twitter or Facebook, um, you can see when you scroll down, it adds more more stuff um, and things move around. There's loads of, loads of websites which do that sort of thing now. Um, and you can't do that uh, without a dynamic layout engine, which let's say at the moment does not have. Mm -hmm. uh, it's planned for version 4.0, um, but I don't know all the time scales for that I, I don't think there's uh, anything that's been worked on towards it yet that might be a, a, a basic kind of library um, framework but no no real no real code um, so yeah that's quite a bit of work to rip out the current layout engine and replace it with a new one which was in time with the with the JavaScript, so then that can tell it to move elements around and they're updated on the screen. Okay. Uh, one maybe question about this. Um, uh, so your version of uh, NetSurf is the the same revision like on other operating system? Because on Amiga OS is 3.6, I think. Yes, he's, well, the, the current release, uh, so the last latest release version is 3.5. Um, so there are test versions out which are labelled 3.6, mm. obviously newer. Uh, the the code on the Amiga OS 4 version is identical uh, to that on all other operating systems. It's fully merged back into the trunk. So uh, any changes which are made in the core will work. Well, <laughs> as I, I said, they, they might not work. Um, I mean, they'd be they'd be used straight away uh, in the OS4 version. Uh, my front end is also it's all in the same repository. Uh, so any core changes which affect the front end, the front end gets updated by whoever's 
uh, change the call. Uh, occasionally, they don't get around to the uh, Mika front end before I notice that something's broken uh, and I end up fixing it myself. Uh, but usually, usually whoever's modified the call, modified the front ends. Uh, there's a continuous integration system which runs on a, a server somewhere and that will build versions for Amiga OS, uh, Linux, um, I think it builds a Windows version as well and an Atari version Okay. and poss poss possibly some others, I, I can't remember. Um, every time there's a commit, so every time someone changes something, it goes through and it builds it for these platforms and whoever's made the change can can have a look at the log, make sure it's still building for everything in case they've changed something that's affected one of the front ends and it's it's made it fail. So the if you go onto the test builds on the NetSurf website and look at the Amiga OS builds, you'll see that they're exactly the same revision numbers as the ones for RiskOS um, and all the other platforms it targets. So it's it's bang it's bang up to date. Um, and it's an officially supported platform for NetSurf. Very nice. This is. Uh, I'm very happy with that because it's not common now in Amiga World that we have the uh, same uh, level or revision of software compared to the mainstream operating system. So this is this is good. Uh, yes, I do notice sometimes when people port things, they and I'm guilty of it myself actually. Uh, they port something and then um, they've just got their local changes and they've released it to uh, Aminet or OS4 Depot. And then that's the last you see of it. <laughs> and the, the source code doesn't get pushed back um, mm -hmm. upstream. So next time, new version, someone else comes along and uh, download the code and, and they have to start again from scratch, basically. Um, which yeah. is not, not good. And it's why we're so far behind, I think, in, in some certain uh, software it kind of drifts away and just makes it more and more difficult to support things. And here is maybe the good question. Uh, are you alone on this work or you have some help from other developers, other guys, or you have some beta testers for how, how it's done and how you started? Um, what was the idea to, to it or to support uh, the NetSurf for uh, Amiga OS? Well, initially, um, it was a post on AmigaWorld.net because at the time everyone was looking for a new web browser because iBrowse obviously doesn't support CSS. So yep. most websites at the time, was, websites were starting to use CSS at the time, I think. Uh, so a lot of things just weren't displaying properly um, and I think there might have been more than one thread that I read about, about NetSurf and I think the first time I read it I had to look at it and thought that doesn't look very portable it's very viscous centric um, which is it's pretty much as difficult as pulling something from Windows or uh, some other Windows win, window, windowed operating system software mm. Um, so yeah, I discounted it and then I saw another thread later, maybe a year or so later 
and I'd forgotten. I think I'd forgotten I'd, I'd looked at it. Um, but I looked at it again and thought, this looks a bit familiar. <laughs> um, and had a look at the code again. Uh, and it was split out into different front ends. So there's a GTK uh, for Linux front end, there's a risk cost one, there's a debug front end. Um, so I thought, oh, I might actually be able to be able to do something with this. So I, I had a go at building it with the de debug front end, um, just to see whether it would be easy to to build. There's no kind of major problems with it. And it kind of worked fairly fairly straight away. It had a few sort of minor problems, but I got some output out of it straight away. Um, and then it kind of just escalated from there. And I thought, well, I well, uh, <laughs> I've gotten this far. It doesn't look, doesn't look like anyone else is going to do anything. I may as well try and um, port it properly. Um, yeah, so he's, he's just me doing the OS4 front end. Uh, some of the core developers, as I said before, if they make change in the core, they were updating the front ends. Um, but it's rare for them to add things to the front end. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure they ever have for the for any of the front ends other than like GTK and Riscos. Okay, and um, this is not too much work for the one guy. You you don't need the help or something like this. Uh, initially, it was quite a lot of work to to get started. Um, now it's fairly stable. There's not an awful lot I need to do. Uh, mm -hmm. There, are, I think I've got quite a long to do list of things I should be doing. Um, but there's nothing. There's nothing major, really, that needs doing. I'm just largely. I'm just tweaking things. Uh, it would be nice for some help if someone wants to um, add some features or or fix the menus, which I keep meaning to fix. Um, and just general bug fixing. Um, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to have some help, but at the moment I don't have any uh, for us for. Okay, uh, so uh, of course with this is connected. Uh, maybe other questions, even questions, because um, I always uh, say that it will be nice to have the one team for example like the, the example was always odyssey to have one team to um, make the i will say odyssey and then port it for the uh, free operating system do you think it could be nice to have the some something like a team for netsurf and if this is possible because net your netsurf is based on uh, reaction yeah so it's completely connected with Amiga OS 4 or yes. 3.9 or 3.5. Uh, uh, it is possible to, I don't know, jump to magic user interface or uh, because I think the MorphOS community is uh, a little bit now suffering as well with the problem of, of web browsers. Yes, um, changing over to MUI is going to be quite a big job because he's, I have completely written it uh, based around reaction. Mm -hmm. So it's not, that's definitely not something I'd want to undertake. Um, if someone does do that, then I'd rather it was abstracted in some way so you could build the Amiga front end with 
uh, reaction we could build it with MUI um, and the, the frame buffer front end which I'm sure we'll mention later um, has a similar thing where you can build it with SDL or you can build it with the uh, Linux frame buffer kind of sub front end for it as well um, so that sort of thing I think would probably be the way around that and then people can use whichever one they, they like best um, it does however mean that you've got a little bit more maintenance because if you change something in one of the front ends then you need to change it in the other one as well um, so there's a little bit more, more work potentially but if there's a team of you working on it then overall it's probably not really going to make make too much of a, a problem mm-hmm. um, it would be quite nice for it to be over all three three platforms or four, four platforms I guess um, yeah, because now your um, uh, NetSurf is uh, also available for uh, classic Amiga and uh, why you did it? Because the one guy is already porting the NetSurf, but this not based on reaction, but based, I don't, I don't know, on something else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the frame buffer. Uh, front end that I mentioned a minute ago. Okay. Uh, so the, the current OS for it, sorry, uh, to use the official visual name of it, which is NetSurf 68K. Mm-hmm. There's some controversy over the, the name and the uh, what's been done, but um, basically that that version is the frame buffer front end. Okay. Uh, and the STL kind of sub front end. So it is it uses STL. Um, so it's basically constructing the entire browser and the user interface um, using SDL rather than using Amiga gadgets. So it's just like you're picking on a on a picture effectively, rather which is being constructed itself rather than having the native gadgets. Okay, so um, it's not so hard to port the backport the OS for um, OS for. NetSurf to the older systems? Uh, in theory, mm-hmm. it should have been quite easy to backport the OS4 front end to OS3. However, I mean, part of the part of the problem was um, because I use Reaction, a lot of people don't like it or don't understand it. Um, I don't understand MUI, so I know where they're coming from. Um, and I think, so I think that was a little bit of a stumbling block. There was some, the Nets of Core developers didn't particularly like uh, the frame buffer usage for Amiga OS 3. So they wanted the uh, my front end to be used in OS 3 as well. Uh, John Mark, who's one of the core developers, actually did the initial work in making a, a, a tool chain, which is like a compilation um, environment for NetSF for 68K. Uh, and also fixing up the uh, my code so it would build under that environment. Uh, mm. It would work. And as I found out um, when I started working on backporting it myself after I'd got bored of waiting for someone else to it, um, I discovered that the version of GCC that was actually in that tool chain just did not build code that worked anyway. Um, so that was the first 
a stumbling point I had. Uh, the, the the tool table just wouldn't wouldn't build it. They wouldn't build an executable which even ran at all. I was expecting something which didn't work, but not something which would run. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I so I fixed that up, and then I got I got it running fairly quickly. Um, up to the point where we try and display this splash screen mm-hmm. and that was a bit of a stumbling stumbling block as well uh, because there was some optimization problem with um, intuition related call uh, which basically meant it was just optimizing everything away so it wasn't this one instruction it was just not doing anything. <laughs> Uh, so as soon as it tried to do anything with reaction, it would crash. Uh, so that took me a while to to work work through. And then once I once I've done that, I basically had a, a largely working browser already. So it wasn't it wasn't an awful lot of work mm-hmm. uh, to do it. I would rather that someone else had done it, but yeah, I ended up doing it myself because because people seemed to be interested. There's one one very very cool guy who was definitely interested, uh, and some other people were seemed to be half interested. So yeah, so I, I did it and thought if I if I prove it works, then maybe somebody will take it off me and there and there fix it up properly, fix all the bugs, and get it working nicely. But that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of people that are now building it themselves and and looking at the problems. The JavaScript doesn't work on it at the moment at all. Um, so they're having a look at that, but uh, I'm not sure they fix it, and I don't really know how to fix it either. Okay. Um, so yeah, that might need someone with some 68k debugging knowledge uh, to have a look at and try and figure out what's going on. Um, okay, and uh, um, because uh, I think the 68k net surface more. Uh, focused on 060 processor or maybe vampire and uh, what do you think about the vampire because now it's very uh, exciting starting started or is is quite popular or the the hype is big like this and um, what do you think about this maybe or and at the end of all do we need the modern browser or on the classic OS? Well, um, I, I think there's definitely an appetite for a, for a modern browser, purely because I browse now with CSS being used so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't use eyebrows very effectively on, on a lot of sites um, because it's just, it's basically just shows up as a, a big list of text. So you can't really tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my focus when I ported Netsa back to OS3 was that it should work, not necessarily that it'll work very well, but it should work on an O2O or O3O with AGA. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my my philosophy. And if it works on anything faster, then obviously it'll work better. If it works on RTG, then it will look nicer. Uh, but it should at least work on or attempt to work on a, a low-end um, A1200, A4000 
given enough memory. Uh, the vampire, there's, there's a few people that have been running NetServe on the vampire. I think there's uh, some graphical glitches. Um, but other than that, as, as far as I understand it, it's working. And yeah, I've not seen one running. But I understand they're, they're quite fast and yeah, they look quite good. Yeah, the, the price to, to the power is it is quite okay and let's uh, I think everybody are waiting now for FPU uh, implementation in Vampire but uh, uh, one more question about um, development uh, the, the 68k um, do you have the contact with the author of this other uh, net net surf, uh, or you can work together or you can exchange your experience uh, it could be helpful for the OS free version or maybe could be helpful for OS 4 version as well um, yeah well certainly any any version which goes on to my OS free version ends up in the OS 4 version because it mm -hmm. is it's literally the same code base um, I've got, there's quite a few places where things are commented out for OS3 and we've got different code for OS4 or vice versa, uh, but it is pretty much the same. I try to keep it the same as much as possible. Um, Arta, I I have spoken to, um, he's taken bits of my code for his frame buffer version um, and he's contribute some fixes for frame buffer uh, again it mostly to do with engine i think um back to back to netsurf uh, mm -hmm. uh, repository um but he, he doesn't seem interested in in running a reaction version so i can't <laughs> not my job to to convince him otherwise really but he's had plenty mm -hmm. of opportunity to try and, try and backport the os4 one i've now got it in a state where it, it compiles and runs. So if he's, he's still interested in this, what would a lot to do about that in here just to keep keep um, doing his version. Um, there is some confusion because there are quite a lot of versions of Let's Serve out there now for the Amiga. Because uh, the, the frame buff one, there's at least two different versions of that because there's an AGA version and a mm -hmm. I'm on for RCG, yeah. um, and then obviously there's there's my one based on reaction. Yeah, it's, on it's hard to um, <laughs> get clear when you go to Aminet, and when you search, then then you have a lot of options. Yes, yeah, there's quite a few options on there. There's the old, there's, there's an old um, MUI build as well for Morphos, uh, which is so out of date that. If someone, um, but they can probably use it. But if they wanted to update, update the code, then they'd be starting it from scratch anyway. Uh, but then on OS four, there's there's my reaction build, but there's also uh, one which runs under Amistic, which is the GTK build. <laughs> uh, so that exists. There. So it can get a bit confusing when someone mentions their server, never entirely sure which version they're talking about. So it would be nice to to kind of trim that down and just have one version which works everywhere. Yep. One version which uh, which at least is built off the same 
same front end. It will be nice to, to, to have something, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you tell me um, if, if you must change something in code because um, it is hard to support uh, some web pages like YouTube or, or Google or, or Blogger from Google? Um, because for for example blogger uh, I cannot log in on the netsurf and um, this is connected with something wrong with the engine or or, 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 or because the Google always is changing something um, I, it's likely because Google are always changing things um, I think the, the Google login hasn't worked properly on netsurf for a while Uh, I think if you're already logged in, it was okay. If you logged out and then tried to log back in again, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't tried it recently to see whether whether that is to the problem. Um, but I'm I'm sure a year or so ago when I tried logging in, um, I was having problems with it. Uh, but I think it's it's because the these logon pages tend to quite often now use JavaScript. I don't know whether it's a security thing um, or trying to trying to stop. Uh, spammers and and bots logging in mm -hmm. um, or what, but yeah, it does. It can cause some problems, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, well, uh, but I think it it will be better. Like you say, it is is uh, uh, working progress. Everything here. There may be one um, uh, question about the, as well NetSurf or or something like this about security because. Uh, I heard that some guys say the uh, Amiga OS is quite secure because we don't have this uh, uh, not funny thing like uh, I don't know the, the keyloggers or something like this. Mm, the, from your knowledge, can you say uh, it is secure to use, for example, NetSurf and the banking online banking pages or or, or something like this? As far as I'm aware, it is secure. Um, I do see the occasional thing about security um, problems with NetSurf and they get fixed fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I've only ever seen seen two of those. Um, yeah, and as long as as long as you're using recent builds, it's got recent uh, OpenSSL built into it and the recent curl, because they, they quite often have vulnerabilities. Um, but as long as you've got recent recent build, it'll have recent versions of those anyway. Uh, it should be should be secure. Very nice. And This is good. Because uh, we're running on on Amiga and on Power PC, then some of these vulnerabilities aren't really relevant anyway, because uh, most of them do have code execution. And uh, unless they know you're going to be running on a on a Power PC, they're going to be probably sticking Intel code. Mm -hmm in there and it's going to try and run it and it, it will just crash rather than steal your information this is nice so the power power p he <laughs> has some advantage <laughs> yes yeah they call it security through obscurity uh, do you think this because uh, uh, i think i have one uh, i have more questions about nets for sure but Uh, before the uh, next one, uh, do you think, for example, this um, security of PowerPC 
can be the way to grow the Amiga OS uh, 4. Uh, and what do you think about the um, actual our situation? Because we are so small, we don't have so much developers, uh, so the the market is not so powerful. You cannot sell the software, or you can. It's hard to get the new guys here to our community. Mm, do you think can be something done with this, or maybe this is this security stuff can be used to promote? Amigos. Um, yeah, I'm not well. The problem is once it becomes more popular, then the, the security issues um, will then become become more of a more of an issue. So if it is secure, absolutely fine. But I suspect there are vulnerabilities in MigOS that just nobody's noticed because nobody's gone looking for them. And if you if you had had a lot. Um, all connected and it became the number one platform in the world um, then I think people would then start start hacking and finding finding problems mm. uh, that we just didn't know uh, didn't know about so I don't know whether, whether security is the um, answer really to to growing it maybe it would help but I think probably what we need is some sort of more mass market initiative um, so something that, that people can can buy. So IPTV streaming is quite big now. So if you could do a little IPTV device which ran OS4 and found PC and get it underneath everyone's TV, then maybe that would then grow out the platform and people could develop IPTV-related apps for it. And then from there, maybe you can you can go on and and sell them a full computer. Um, I don't know, but some, something like that is is probably the way to to grow it. Mm -hmm. And um, this is somehow connected with NetSurf as well. Uh, well in the future, uh, do you think it will be possible, for example, to use something like uh, Spotify on the web, yeah, or or? Or some, I don't know, Netflix or, or this uh, op options, um, because it is somehow connected with with Internet of Things, like it's I think called. Um, and for me, as an end user, I want to have the um, Amiga NG with quite mod modern and uh, updated browser that I can do as much as I can on my Amiga, not on, for example, my Mac. Now, um, it it is possible to in future to have something like this for Amiga, like for example Spotify or this stuff. I think on the web, a, of course, using the web browser, not uh, yes. applications. I think there was a uh, a, a project to to port um, Spotify over to the. Amiga, the standalone application at one point, but um, that that fell through as far as I know. Um, but yeah, concerning the web browser, then everything now is going HTML5, so it's all very standards based rather than before we had the problem uh, that things would be uh, used needing Flash Player or Java yep. or. Um, uh, silver light if you were really really um <laughs> desperate uh, 
Uh, but now it's all HTML5, then there's definitely a possibility to build a web browser that does support those things. Um, NetServe is, well, it's not there yet. Um, and I think it'll take a long time time to get to that point. Mm -hmm. um, but it has does have a HTML5 parser. So that's, uh, I think it's based on a, a slightly out of date um, HTML5 standard now. Um, but that bit's kind of there. And then obviously JavaScript's a big part of HTML5. So that's been worked on. Um, and you need the dynamic layout engine to do anything useful uh, with that. So that's that's certainly in the in the plan um, for version four. Um, and then video streaming, which yeah could be a could be a, a big sticking point. Um, but OWB managed it, so uh, in theory. It should be doing with NetServe. Okay, good. And this uh, four version of NetServe, uh, can you predict it when when it happened? <laughs> no, um, I've tried to predict these things before, and it's it's not uh, it's not easy to predict at all because I don't know what people are going to work on. Mm -hmm. um, And it depends whether whether the core developers. Use. I, I don't don't really know much about the internals of web browsers. So the core of NetSurf, which does all the layouting and and all the uh, the fun stuff, uh, I don't really fully understand how that how that works. Um, I've picked up bits, but yeah, it's not something that I can I can help with. Um, so it's a case of waiting for. Uh, someone, someone else to do it. And there, there was a guy who does all the, all the layout stuff. And I'm, I'm guessing he hasn't had had time to work on the dynamic layout engine yet, because it has been talked about for quite a while. Um, yeah, so it's just a, it's a case of waiting. Um, um, that's mm -hmm. all. That's done. Really. Okay, and um, with the NetServe and with your work and uh, the, the official let's survey we say that is this repository uh, can we somehow support you or can we just support the the whole uh, net surf to to bring it uh, the faster releases or something like to to have the yeah something new faster than slower Yes, well, what we what we really need is developers. Um, if anyone knows how to write a web browser or <laughs> knows anything about about the internals of web browsers, uh, then they'd be very useful um, contributing to the project. Uh, there is a there's a public bug tracker mm -hmm. uh, that anyone can can look at and find bugs. And the recommendation is if you want to help with NetSurf. If you look through the bug tracker and find a bug and fix it, um, and send a, send a fix, send a patch to the NetServe developer mailing list, um, and kind of get yourself in that way. So commit a few fixes and then work on something a bit bigger. 
Um, okay. That's all I can say, really. And if anyone knows anything about reaction programming Amiga OS, then it would be very useful for because it help on the front end side as well, especially for OS 3. Okay. I, I have a, a limited amount of interest in, which mm-hmm. is why I've got as I've got as far basically as I can get, um, reasonably. So it, it works, but it's it's quite quite buggy. So so need polish. Have a have a look at that and yeah, polish it up, fix the bugs. Okay, and uh, the the question is another maybe one or somehow connected. Have you some support from community? Have you some donation, or uh, maybe do you consider to make something if this is possible to make the NetSurf like eyebrows distribution? So the new revision come, and you must uh, the user should or must pay some money. Not maybe not so big, but it can give you something you can buy the beer from this or something like this uh, well let's have use GPL uh, so I can't sell it even if I wanted to mm-hmm. um, I, I wouldn't want to sell it anyway really no, I don't need me the communities anyway big enough for that to be worthwhile um, and also although I have done quite a lot of work on it on the front end the, the bulk of it is uh, the core, which I've had very, very uh, limited dealing with, and it's other people's work. So mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't feel right to me to, to sell it anyway, even if I could. Um, there are, is a donations button somewhere on my website, and I think there's a donations button on the NetSurf website um, somewhere. Okay. So that's always an option, but I would rather people contributed code fixes and bug reports. Um, okay. Helped out in that way. This is this is so. Um, this is nice because uh, I hope some somebody or even everybody can now donate you, uh, or even donate the the whole uh, NetSurf because I think you are probably the uh, last chance for Amiga OS 4 to have the modern browser uh, and. Uh, do you or do you notice this um, or did you notice this uh, that uh, people are start to be I think more interested in NetSurf now than Odyssey because Odyssey is, is somehow stopped so theoretically for you should be better you you should get the more more users yeah yes yeah I can't say I've not particularly noticed um, I know Odyssey is stalled but then it installed a while back and uh, there was some extra work done obviously with the the um engineness problems we spoke about earlier uh, that's that's obviously not helped um but i thought there was still some sort of development going on there but if you want to use netsurf instead then i'm very happy with that mm-hmm, yeah and uh, mm-hmm. Because what you said, I think the this is this could be nice with a special Net, NetSurf version four, but uh, in community there are, uh, the people are uh, talking that maybe it's, it it could be good again to try to port the uh, Firefox or Ten Four Fox. This was the from Mac uh, Power PC, or even something else. Um, from your experience, do you think? Uh, 
it, it makes sense or, or or maybe it's only better to try to support somehow you on your uh, fight <laughs> well uh, I would say uh, that it's better to, to support me obviously um, however the, the, yeah, the five this has been going on for so many years now um, I was involved in, in one of the early early ports which got um, I don't know, we've got any code at all. We didn't get anything done. And then, obviously, more recently, there's been Timberwolf. And you've got two very, very, very good um, developers working on it. And yeah. they they got something which, which worked, but if you try and use it, it's obviously not finished. And I don't know whether you could um, speed it up enough to make it usable, not on, certainly not on my hardware. I don't think it would ever really be that useful. Um, so I'm not not sure it's a very good idea to just start porting something else again. Okay. Uh, every time we need something new, we simply start from scratch. As I said earlier about the, the, the porting of applications and someone ports something and then uh, two years later, someone else has to port it again because the code hasn't been pushed back up. And if we're doing that with Firefox and we're just going to be in a perpetual cycle of, of upgrading the amount of updates that gets. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, I think you, uh, you have to hear right. And maybe from developer point of view, because the, again, the, the, now we are talking more, maybe, maybe more, more widely about the Amiga, uh, for example, uh, library office. Uh, probably it will be the same because you can or it, it will be ported some version but in two three years it, it it is not almost not possible to update you must start from the scratch or, or I mean yes. I am wrong here yeah no, no I think you're absolutely right there it, it depends how many changes there are um, and when you start porting if you take your base then and you have to work on that code base by the time you finish porting it and uh, LibreOffice has been probably three years now, I think. Yep. Um, so the, what you've ended up with, porty, porting, is something that's already three years out, out of date. But if you try and update it to the latest one, you're going to then hit more problems because things have changed, uh, don't then work with your changes, and you're doing it again, you're just in a perpetual cycle. Um, there's some guy who's updating Final Writer, yeah, and I think that's probably a, a better approach than trying to port something new. I think uh, at least it's not a moving target either. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, this this I think this this makes sense because the um, it will be in a native uh, software, but somehow, for example, uh, the the whole um, Qt. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's quite nice, and you can watch the YouTube through the uh, SM Tube or something like this, for example. Uh, what do you think about uh, something like like this port? So so you port the the I don't know. This is the main engine, uh, and and then you can use the other stuff uh, from the Linux, yeah, basically. Yes, yeah, I, I really love the the port of Q. Um, it is a little bit sluggish at times, but then it is kind of designed for a lot of faster platforms than we're, we're using. 
Uh, mm. So it's understandable as it can be a little bit slow. Uh, but I think the advantages of, of being able to pull things so easily um, outweighs the, the fact it's a little bit slower. At least you can get something working. And then if you want to replace the, the cute front end, um, if you think it's practical to, to do that or, or worthwhile, then, then you can do. Uh, there's a, a PDF viewer that I ported that I'm using all the time. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's QPDF view. Yeah, yeah, this is very nice as well. Yeah, so that's really good. But what I, I did, I, I just ported the front end. I, I made a few minor changes. Um, I can't remember what the changes were now. Uh, but most of that is was uh, fairly straightforward because it was based on Qt and um, the guy who ported Qt also ported the PDF um, library that QPDF view uses. So porting QPDF view was was really straightforward. Um, yeah, if we can get more like that, then then that's really good. But from what I experienced from uh, trying to port some cute applications, you, you tend to find that they need other dependencies as well. And then mm -hmm. you look at those, and they need other dependencies, and you think that's got a dependency on, on something that you just physically can't port for whatever reason. You do still get stuck, but it definitely makes makes some things much easier. Okay. There was talk at one point to make cute the official um, GUI for Amiga OS 4, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that's a good idea either. I think it's probably not really quick enough and yeah, I think it probably make the, the overall experience not great if you started supporting Workbench over to it. Mm -hmm. that's, nice, that's nice features, but yeah, it's probably a little bit too slow to be the default. Okay, uh, but this is some somehow some solution for some pieces of software that we need. Like QPDF is quite uh, updated, and you can manage the PDFs. Uh, but um, maybe another question is about the uh, in, in theoretically in future we, we hope because uh, uh, I'm a little bit afraid uh, now because we don't have any information from Hyperion site. It's completely um, one year of silence. Yes. Uh, yeah, there is a, a screenshot, I think, of a, a possible OS um, 4.1 FE update. Yeah, uh, that I saw, saw well, but you know, online. But other than that, nothing. And that could have been a could have been a mock-up. I'm not sure whether it was genuine or not. Exactly. This is only only some some very leaks, something like this, and. Uh, in my opinion, we should have some get the, some official information in which uh, uh, stadium we are or, or something like this. Because, for example, the X5000 should be one year ago available, and nobody knows uh, what what happened now. Uh, at least we have the pre pre-order now uh, option. But uh, I would like to ask uh, about. Uh, theoretically 4.2 version of system uh, I suppose this new version should have the uh, multi-core uh, support or something like this so we, when you have the more cores than, than now um, supported uh, for 
for developer and, and for the software this this could be problematic for you or or because uh, everybody says that no, maybe not everybody but the people are talking that you will break the compatibility and the, the stuff and w- what it means for you for example for the new uh, netserve or something like this um well i don't think it will affect netserve uh, because it's fully single threaded Um, so as far as it's, it's concerned, if you run it, it would just run on one processor, mm-hmm. um, or one processor core, sorry. And if the OS is running on one core and that's a, ends up running on a different one, then that would have a performance benefit. But other than that, um, it shouldn't shouldn't be noticeable. And the way they're implementing it, the way they should be implementing it, um, you shouldn't notice that that there's any multi-core support at all other mm-hmm. than the fact things will be faster um, you can I believe uh, code things so they run on certain cores so if you want to do multi-threading run on a task parallel on several cores to make it complete quicker um, you can apparently do that sort of thing I don't know how it works um, but I, I don't see how it would break compatibility particularly Okay. Uh, and one more question about the uh, modern features: memory protection. We don't still we don't have the, this in Mega OS. Yeah. And how it looks from the developer uh, point of view, for, for, from user point of view, is it's not so easy to live because somehow, some sometimes somehow you must you had uh, you had hard reset or something like like this or. Uh, so not like in main operating system. What do you think yeah, about I think, this? I think user user wise, you'll probably see the Grim Reaper uh, yep. turn up if something does something's not supposed to do. Um, for the developers inside, well, apparently they have a version of the kernel which does implement memory protection. I have heard. Um, why they don't release it as a kind of a debug kernel? I don't know because it would be incredibly useful. I think we've probably gone a bit too far now, uh, but it would have been very useful in the earlier days of OS 4 to be able to run software, new developed software under that, uh, to see whether it worked and see whether there were any problems. And then it would be very useful for debugging because uh, if you're overwriting memory, you shouldn't be overwriting. At the moment, uh, Grim Reaper will occasionally pick it up. Um, but if you've got full memory protection, then it then it will always be picked up, and you won't be able to overwrite memory. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be. Um, so it would be a, a very useful tool for development, if even if the main user kernel isn't memory protected. Um, yeah, it'd be certainly be useful to to be there. Okay, let's um, hope. <laughs> 4.2 com soon uh, soon is ami west uh, <laughs> yes yeah i hope we will get some information because if not it will be very funny uh, uh, and maybe the one more question about in general about the emulation of power pc because now uh, it start to be somehow popular or this was the quite I think uh, successful for Hyperion. They solved a lot of uh, uh, 
classic version, final edition. Uh, have you used it or, or what do you think about uh, uh, this? Because at the end of all, as you, for example, be a developer, you can work on your laptop when you are on the travel using the emulation. Um, I've not used it. I've, I've used UAE in 68K form, but I've not used the, the new PowerPC uh, version. I, I hear that it works quite well, um, but it's, it's never going to be um, as good as real hardware, and I, mm -hmm. I prefer to use real hardware where possible. Um, but as you say, yeah, it would be useful on a, on a laptop. Uh, it probably speed up when I'm because I have to cross compile NetSurf and at the moment I'm copying the bio over to to a share that I can get to from OS4 uh, and then switching screens and running it running it from there so it might be a little bit quicker to do it just under emulation I don't know but yeah I'd rather I'd rather test it on the real hardware because you then see if there's any problems mm -hmm. that aren't emulator related because there's always possibility when you're emulating uh, hardware that there's a problem with the emulation and then you find that it, it works or, or worse it doesn't work under the emulator and then you're tasting a tasting a bug around uh, which turns out to be the emulator rather than rather than the actual bug in the software yeah this is true uh and uh, maybe from technical point of view the your um, tools of of for doing the development what you are using and maybe if someone uh, want to start uh, coding programming or whatever developing something um, have you got some tips for, for this or just simple what you are using to to, to do it or something Uh, okay, well, uh, no, if I'm if I'm doing it on, on under OS 4, then I am using Notepad that comes with the OS, <laughs> which is not really very good for for development at all. Um, a, a proper C editor is better because it highlights the keywords and you can you can see what you're doing. But no, Notepad does the trick. Um, mm -hmm. I just haven't haven't really got around to installing anything else. Um, and then just running GCC from the command line. So it's <laughs> very, very basic. Uh, for NetSurf now, because I'm cross-compiling it, I'm, I'm editing in, um, usually in gedit, uh, which again is not really ideal for, for um, coding, because I don't think it highlights anything. Uh, but I've got Notepad plus, yeah, sorry, it's, it, My my NetSurf development environment is a virtual machine running on uh, running Linux, but my virtual machine is on a Windows host. So in the Windows host, I've got Notepad plus plus, which is very good. But I do use that do use that uh, quite a lot as well. Uh, that's certainly better than better than Get It. But Get It usually the changes I'm making, I know kind of know what I'm doing anyway. So it doesn't it doesn't make much difference. I can't. It's not not uh, immediately clear. Okay, and um, uh, for example, for Amiga OS four, uh, we're talking about for now. Uh, do we need some special tools, or we are missing something, or you are as developer is missing some some? I don't know. I, I 
I have no idea here, but I for sure is something not okay. <laughs> um, well, the, the memory protection would be useful. Uh, and some debugging... There are debugging tools as uh, GDP. I think the current version doesn't work anymore. Um, and I've never figured out how to use it anyway. My, my favorite debugger is the Grim Reaper. Mm. Um, and the stack trace on that. And usually, if it crashes, uh, and you can have a look at the stack trace, and it will point to exactly the line where the problem is. Uh, and that is fantastic. Um, the, when it doesn't crash, that's when you can get problems. Um, there, there's a program called Memcard, which I'm not sure whether it still works, uh, but that used to be quite good at making it crash uh, when it otherwise wouldn't. Uh, because that is basically by like, emulating memory protection, and if it overwrites overwrites memory, it shouldn't be. Uh, then memory guard will cause it to crash. Uh, so that that's quite good, um, but I'm not sure it works anymore. The last time I tried to use it, it didn't seem to do anything. Mm-hmm. And um... Um, yeah, but on OS four, he's quite good because of the Garipo. You can tell what's going on on OS three. I can not very often uh, figure out why things aren't working. I need something on there to make it crash. And if you're using Forza, it points to 68K code. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got problems because there is there is ways of finding where uh, where it crashed using find hit, various versions of find hit, uh, but they don't seem to work with version GCC I'm using. So I build it with debugging symbols and then run GCC find hit and it, it doesn't find the line. Uh, so it'd be useful for that to to work as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's free because I'm I'm largely just stumbling around in the in the dark. Uh, which, which again is why I say if someone's got got experience with 68k and actually knows how to do do debugging there then. Uh, it'd be very useful to have their help. Okay, well, let's hope. Let's have a hope uh, that somebody can help you. Um, and uh, other thing with with this development or starting of the partner is is connected with something like I always mention Hollywood. What do you think about this? Because theoretically, from Hollywood, it, I heard this is easy to to use uh, because this is script language. And you can make the application for all systems, so it could be nice. What... Yes, uh, Hollywood, uh, I think, is is very, very good. Um, I've not used it myself, um, but the a few few years ago, uh, when I was having having a look at it, uh, the interface on the Amiga side, I think, there's a different interface on Windows or or Mac or wherever mm-hmm. the other. The other interfaces, but the, the media interface for it reminded me very much of uh, an old, old program I used to use called Genesis, which is a RISCOS, RISCOS software. Okay. Uh, it was a multimedia tool, so it's a bit like Scala. Yeah. Uh, and that would drag and drop, and you put things in. You can you can link pages to other pages, and you can when you click on things, you can get it to play a tune or play a video or open software. 
and the the, the early um, Hollywood user interface looks like it would be very similar to that. Uh, so that was quite good. And the fact you can compile to a variety of operating systems, I think mean, it does Windows, Linux, Mac, uh, obviously various flavors of Amiga. Uh, I think there's an Android player. In yeah. fact, it may even do native Android now. I can't remember. Um, but that is very good. So you can just build it once and in a fairly simple way with your, with your scripting and then run it anywhere. So yeah, I, I very much like that. It's not a, it's not exactly a tool for building a web browser in, but if you if you're doing simple games and uh, utilities, and there've been quite a few that have been written in Hollywood. Uh, there's yeah. a, an icon editor I was using, which was written in Hollywood at one point. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite good. That that's why I'm asking because the. Uh, as I see, I think the our community is of course divided, and um, maybe something like Hollywood. Uh, it is possible to make some simple games or ap applications, utilities, and port it for for, for this. And the, do you think we have the uh, market to make? more money on 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 Amiga. I'm talking about OS 4, Morph OS, and 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 even Classic because I think the Classic is the most popular popular Amiga way. Uh, it's something like one to ten uh, when you compare the user base. Yeah. Now I think if you can if you can write something in Hollywood and uh, make it available for all those platforms and it's, it's possible you could make a make a little bit of money out of it um of course the advantage of hollywood is you can also build it for the windows and have a, a even more expanded market mm -hmm. um and there are i think there is a again i think it was written in hollywood it's on steam and there's a mega version of it and the windows version uh, so that's obviously uh, doing okay yeah um, Yeah, I'm not sure the Amiga market on its own is is really is really enough. If you're trying to get rich, then it's probably the wrong wrong idea. Yeah, I'm talking about only to to get the money for a beer for <laughs> something like this for developers, because I think everybody knows that you cannot live with from the money from the Amiga. But it will be nice when you have, in my opinion, a little bit more commercial way here. Uh, that can uh, it, it is nice to have I don't know 10 euros or pounds for uh, for something just just like this yes absolutely yes uh, and um, uh, the maybe last question because I think we should start to f uh, finish our uh, amazing interview <laughs> I learned a lot of here um, <laughs> good Uh, and I have uh, big hopes about the uh, NetSurf 4. <laughs> nice. I'm <laughs> uh, not uh, sure how long you have to wait for it. <laughs> and uh, what do you think about this 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 Amiga now, Amiga NG now? Uh, because we are so divided. We have the uh, Amiga OS 4, then we have the Morph OS, and then we have the Aeros. And uh, from 
my point of view or from user point of view it is not so good because we are we are we must develop uh, we, or we need three times more develop developers than than normally than it was before yeah before this this div- division lines or something what do you think about this situation and could be some some something somehow improved or must be um, like is it yeah I'm, i'm not sure how you could improve it now really but certainly this split has not been good for any of the uh three three right well three or four uh platforms um yeah i don't know what you what you can do with the, the problem is they've divided they've uh they split out in such a way that you can't necessarily easily pull things from one to the other um it'd be useful to be able to just build one binary that runs on any of them mm-hmm. and in some ways you could build for os3 and then just run run that on um, any platform you like but then you're wasting your power pc uh chip and your you're not using all the new features of the OS and it's also harder to develop for OS 3 you're used to OS 4 um, you don't realize how much has actually been added and uh, I think people that aren't using OS 4 don't realize actually how far along it has come because it looks so similar to how it used to be mm-hmm. um, but under the hood there's a lot of new APIs and it is so much easier to develop for And I'm sure the same is true for for um, Morphos, uh, but I don't know because I, I don't write anything for it. Yeah, but probably it's like like, like yeah, like you said. And uh, maybe the hypothetical uh, situation or something like this. Uh, let's say Amiga OS five. Uh, maybe this is the solution for our community to to jump for this Intel and to take the Linux core and base it on this, build the Amiga uh, um, Amiga OS, so with the graphic user interfaces, with typical Amiga solutions, but the core of, of because the then you don't need to make the drivers, then uh, you don't need to, yeah, the drivers, you, You can use the like um, Apple did it. Yeah. So what do you think about this? Um, I think that that could be a way of reuniting everyone. Um, if you have a common goal, you get everyone together in a big room and say we're going to make Mega OS five. Um, it's going to be Intel based or or ARM based or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're throwing away compatibility. Um, with the old systems and then you could it would probably say quite a bit of, of work uh, but you could merge the because you don't buy the compatibility so you could merge the APIs of Morphos uh, Migros 4 uh, Aeros if that's got anything new I'm not sure it has um, bring them all together and have one one platform again mm-hmm. where you can then recompile software which used to work or it does work, sorry, on MorphOS or MegaOS 4 um, to this new new platform. Um, and because you're throwing away compatibility, then as long as everyone embraces 
Paris 5, you could potentially reunite the community. Um, the problem is that you won't be able to run any of the old software, uh, which could be a big problem because I'm sure you, you're aware every, every year uh, the user base gets smaller, the number of developers goes down. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, this so is the, not... the main problem for us, yeah? Yeah. Oh god. Okay, well, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's possible. Um, uh, Risco, so obviously Morph, uh, sorry, obviously NetSurf was originally a Risco browser, mm-hmm. it still is. Uh, but they have had something a similar situation to what Meek has, and Risco has got split out. So there's a version four, mm-hmm. uh, which was written by somebody, and there's a version five that was written by somebody else. They're both based on uh, version three. Pre one one I think it was, um, but version four, version five diverged, so they weren't entirely compatible, uh, and that's that's similar to what we've got with um, Morpheus and MegaOS four. Yeah, exactly. At, at at the end of all, this is nice to have the competitors here, but uh, from other point of view, it's killing the Amiga at the end of all because it's, yes, yeah, that's uh, the main problem. Yeah, but um, okay. So to be optimistic at the end, uh, the maybe last words like, what you can advise uh, use uh, for the when new guy come, uh, should uh, somebody start with the classic hardware or maybe uh, better is to focus on the um, NG stuff or maybe I don't think uh, what you said you don't like the emulation, so I think it's not a perfect solution. Yeah, I think emulation is never, never really a, a perfect solution. Um, but if you're new, if you're, you're completely new, then that is the, the cheapest option uh, and the easiest to set up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if if you're new, you don't know nothing about the Amiga, then I would definitely say try it out on, on an emulator first, and then um, if you like it, if you like playing the old games, then buy a buy a classic. Uh, A1200, and if you like sort of messing around with, with the software, then buy one of the next-gen machines, like X5000 or, or something that's a bit of a, a step, but yeah. Yeah, let's hope the, <laughs> the, the something cheaper will come as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need some cheaper hardware because um, there isn't really anything anymore. I don't think a cube even making anything now, they? Yeah, they still four sixties. Yeah, exactly. This is the the silence from a cube is as well not so nice. I I think they are somehow involved in this table or something, but uh, I think the the user base for uh, some the four six zero is quite big because it's expensive but i think expensive in acceptable way yeah yes yeah it's not it's not over um, it's not overly expensive it is affordable yeah it's, it's it, it will be always amiga hardware will be always uh, more expensive than, than 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 pc because yeah because it's life <laughs> yes the economies 
Yeah, they sell them, then they're going to be expensive. Okay, good. So, uh, I think uh, from my side is everything. Uh, I, I for sure I would uh, ask you more questions, but it's uh, it's over one hour now. So the last word from you to the community or to your, I don't know, fans or the, <laughs> something like this. I do apparently have a fan, uh, one of my fans, uh, 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 um, a media show in the UK, uh, apparently was looking for me, for me once when I'd wandered off. <laughs> so I do have a fan out there somewhere. <laughs> I just don't know who it is. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I, do, I, do, I, I don't know what to say really other than, yeah, keep, keep using, using the Amiga, try and support it if you can. Yeah, somehow. You can always somehow, do something. Yeah. Okay, very nice. Thank you for your time. Uh, enjoy your work and uh, please bring us the uh, full version of NetSurf. Uh, <laughs> then you will have a lot of yeah, fun. I think that'll be a, a, few, a few years probably before <laughs> we see that. Okay, uh, so again, thanks and bye-bye. Uh, okay, thank you. Bye.
It was AmiCast, podcast for all Amiga users.